Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 55 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of valuable and actionable solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. Today, I am bringing you the wisdom of an expert who specializes in humanistic psychology. He studies the depths of human potential by considering the whole person and taking into account the various systems that we all have. His work has appeared in The Atlantic, Psychology Today, Harvard Business Review, and he has written several books focused on how to help all kinds of minds live a meaningful life. Scott Barry Kaufman was interviewed on The Genius Life, and he shared a few important things that I had to share with you, dear listeners. Today, we are talking about bullies versus criticism and how to tell the difference, self-acceptance as the first step to growth, passion, goal-setting, creativity, and what it means to be a modern-day explorer. So sit back, settle in, And let's start the show. Scott Barry Kaufman shares his message through his teaching, his writing, speaking, and his podcast. Scott teaches a course at Columbia called The Science of Living Well, where he teaches students their basic and higher needs so that they can realize what their higher potential is. The point of the knowledge is to achieve self-actualization, knowing your purpose, living your worth, sharing your unique gift with the world. Because we all have something. We don't all get the chance to share it. Some people die with the light still inside them. But growth is always the theme on this show, and growth is what Scott has mastered Here are the top teachings from Scott to help you master your growth. Number one is remember that growth starts with self-acceptance. You have to know where you are to know where you're going. And many of us live in a world of soothing illusions that take us away from being honest with our current position in life. Everything we have done has led us up to now. And for some, of the, uh, for some of us, this reality is a little too much to bear. So we bury it, we run away from it, or we drink it away to further soothe ourselves. Scott, Scott says that self-regulation is 70% of life. Reaching your goals is dependent on this self-regulation. You have to Know where your naughty cravings are and then tie yourself to the mast. Make sure you aren't exposed to the stimuli. An alcoholic on an island who is never exposed to alcohol will not become an alcoholic. 
it's important to know yourself well and minimalize that so you, you don't suffer and derail yourself so you don't get distracted and prioritize the wrong things in life. I have 100% done exactly this, full disclosure. So no judgment if that is where you are right now. I have been prioritizing the wrong things for most of my life, for sure. It is very, very difficult to be honest with what you are doing to affect the outcome you are having in your life. It's difficult because that means that you have to take responsibility. You have to take ownership. And most people don't want to do that. They want to blame or point a finger or make an excuse. If you're trying to improve something, lose weight, your relationships, your job, your career, you need to be honest with yourself about why you haven't made the progress you want to make. Self-acceptance is an essential starting point for growth. You have to stand on the scale and look at that scale with blunt honesty. We evolved all of these defenses and biases for us not to see ourselves in the world accurately. We have a lot of soothing illusions. It's a safety mechanism, survival mechanism. We will immediately be defensive if someone criticizes us. Haters are going to hate, but maybe there's some truth there. The second point that Scott discusses is critique is not the same as bullies. Instead of immediately being defensive, try to think about what they just said and think about how you can improve yourself and grow. Your growth is blocked when you are motivated by defense and by safety. We all want to be safe, but Scott says that we can't experience too much safety or we will be stagnant and stop growing and our creative self-actualization will not be possible. It's humility that we have to practice. And trust me, I do not practice it with joy. I find it very, very difficult to take criticism. And it seems from my experience that the harder it is to take, the truer it tends to be. Perhaps it's the truth that stings the most. When I receive criticism, I find it very difficult to look at it and receive it with an open mind. I really, really have to give effort to remind myself and pep talk myself that this is good information, that this is something I do need to hear. This is real and actual feedback about how I am being perceived in the world by another human being. Humility means having an accurate and understanding of where you currently are as possible so that you can gauge what it would take to be a better person. You have to be able to distinguish between bullies and those who are just criticizing you. If you put everyone in the same hater camp, that's not helpful for your growth. It's important to be able to tell from tone and content if they are a bully. If that's the case, then haters going to hate. Keep it moving. But if someone seems to be coming from a good place or even from a truthful place, we 
all have a lot of things that we can't see about ourselves as clearly as other people can see them in us. What a great opportunity to outsource ourselves to the world and get feedback about who we are. But we don't think of it that way because we are so stuck in our defense mechanisms. And being stuck will not help us grow. Which brings me to number three, passion and goal setting. Regarding passion, Scott gives advice that is very useful. I've heard a lot of people talk about finding your passion, and not many of the messages resonate with me. But this one made sense. Scott says, to work within the overall sphere of what you feel like you can run quickly in. Whatever lane you pick, make sure it's one that you can run quickly in. You aren't going to be without failure and mistakes. There will always be areas of weakness for you to work on that will make you run faster, but stick with a passion of yours that you can run quickly in. This will make the journey all that more fulfilling for you and make goal setting easier too. Think of a goal hierarchy in the shape of a pyramid. And at the top is your purpose or your overarching goal might be to be healthy. And underneath you have what it takes to get there. And under that, what will take to get to those and, and then what you should avoid and things you're weak at. If you take the time to draw that out and look at what it takes to achieve this goal, you'll find that your passion will start to reveal itself to you. But you have to think about it creatively and be informed and self-aware. We live in a world that favors specialization, but our human brains didn't evolve to be specialized. We were generalists for the vast majority of evolution. This is the modern problem of ADHD. There's so much to focus on and explore in the world today. If you think about it, explorers like Magellan and Columbus would probably be diagnosed with ADHD today. If you're in the nine to five construct and you don't fit in, you might be more of an explorer. Maybe that means areas of your imagination need more creativity, science, entrepreneurship. Maybe you should consider it. Finding this outlet is what really changed my life. I have more passion and fulfillment because I realize I do not fit into the nine to five construct. I realize that my frustrations working for companies is because my style of life and what excites me cannot be confined to such a small, specialized, localized function. I am more than this function. I can do more and achieve more and learn more and grow more if I am in charge versus letting some job or company determine my professional path. This idea of being an explorer is even more liberating to me and something I wish I would have and something I wish someone would have explained to me earlier in life because I spent much of my professional career frustrated with the standard operating procedures and wanting more and questioning more than I was getting answers. Having an outlet to express this explorer side of me has been life-changing because it allows me to challenge myself, be creative, and grow all at the same time, which is why I recommend it to anyone out there who is thinking about creating a podcast or doing anything creative. Do it 
you will be great, and I believe in you. Also, living a creative life is the best way to stave off dementia. Our brains tend to get stagnant and stop building new connections and new neurons if we stay in the same mode of thought. Challenging ourselves and trying to master multiple things in life means we can have multiple passion projects going on simultaneously, and it's good for our brain. Creativity is anything novel and meaningful that you do in your daily life. It's a whole series of habits that make up the the uniqueness that is you, that should not be stifled or restricted. Having creative outlets to express yourself is a high-level need that you will experience on your journey to self-actualization. Creativity helps keep your brain sharp and your mind open so you can do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Mr. Scott Barry Kaufman and Mr. Max Lugavere for providing us with such a great interview. Now you have the tools to better navigate your world and walk on your life path towards meaning and purpose. Everyone has to find their own unique path to a good life, but why not be informed by generalizable principles, by things that seem to work and lead to the greatest chances of success? Why wouldn't you want to lead your life that way? Why not follow the advice of the experts? That is why I have this show, to spread the message, to shout it loud and shout it clear, because we all deserve to know this information. We all deserve to understand the principles and how to apply them. This is information that is useful, that is shareable, that is valuable. And I am so thankful that you have joined me. For all the show notes and links, please go to my website, mytalkingdollars.com and visit the show notes page. You can listen to all of the episodes there as well. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.